Traveler are going to sock it to you with their new album, Traveler's Soul. It's a collection of covers by the likes of greats like Al Green and Curtis Mayfield, along with some unlikely surprises. We last heard from the band a few years ago when they released Traveler's Blues. Here is bass player Tad Kinchla to tell us how they made the transition from blues to soul. Blues Traveler, people would think we're a blues band. We're not really a blues band. So that... um, was like gymnastics for us to try to be like kind of bluesy. You know, it's like five white guys from New Jersey. Yeah. So yeah. clearly, yeah. Fair enough. And <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. That was a, a really, that was a, a fun process. So this soul thing was much easier as far as like, hey, we'll sit back and just, but you you start like kind of peeling apart these songs that you really like and you're like, wow, this is like really it's so interesting how complicated the stuff that you really like is, right. you know, like it, it, the soul grooves aren't just like free, like, Hey, just play it. Yep. It's way more. Com- and it's, it's what you don't play. That's cool. Yep. 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 And so it, and the, that process was really interesting for us. So ah. it was cool. And as a bass player, did you have any bass, any specific, things that you had to keep in mind or bass players that you had to look at or look to or a style? That no, you no, it was more like a tonal thing. It was like, how do I get that tone? And what's funny is like, there's, you know, and I'm like, a, I, you know, for years I've been a trader, seller, buyer of bases. And oh, yeah? I've tried everything just because it's like, you know, a hobby of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is like the more down the road of like exotic crazy things you go the the more you end up back at like a p base with some foam and flat wounds from uh-huh. 1965 might just be the best bass sound ever there you go <laughs> you know and and uh but it takes you to you have to go on that journey to get back there gotcha you gotcha know? so yeah. and I'm, I'm wondering with the five guys in the band uh five different opinions i'm guessing how do you settle in on these songs that you're gonna uh cover because it's quite a, a range of of different styles. yeah i mean it's not just soul songs i mean you're covering curtis mayfield and al green yeah but also the beatles and you know all sorts of other stuff delight yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah delight and yeah yeah um we just kind of threw songs out and then had uh kind of a collective with the producer and we like sat and we're like, Oh, let's try this. Let's try this. And nothing was off the table. So it was each of us, I think gave about five or six ideas and including the producer and the record company. And uh, that's how we came up with the kind of final, uh, you know, songs. Um, But it was, it, it was interesting. You know, it's anytime you go down that kind of, you start listening and, and deconstructing some songs that you might want to do. It's you find that it's a lot more complex than uh-huh. you thought. Right. You know, it's like, I always like you too. I'm like, Oh, it's free. And you know, it's got that delay and guitar and it's super. <laughs> and then when you start deconstructing you two songs, you're like, wow, these are really, <laughs> you know, evolved songs, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned you too. I just went to see a band Pluto. They're a local Kiwi band that have been around for 20 years and their producer was their opening act. And between the two of them, they had a long onstage discussion about 
exactly that about how they listened to you two when they were growing up and thought how we, you know, and how yeah, their perceptions of what that could, especially the guitar sound was like. So, yeah. Yeah. Something to be no, said. No, no, it, it's so funny. And, and um, as a bass player, I grew up playing just like, you know, a lot of Led Zeppelin riffs to learn. Yeah. Sure. But I also played a lot of Duran Duran. And it's so funny, like, you know, 20, 30 years later, Duran Duran isn't this feathery synth pop band. It's like oh. a legit band. Have you, you heard their hear new album? The... They they just yes. they just put an album out. The it's got uh, their version of Psycho Killer on it. <laughs> oh, it, it's fantastic! Yeah. And also, everyone can play. Yeah. Every single member of that band can play. Nowadays, like there's a guy that doesn't do anything really, like, you know, and then there's a guy who plays. And, yeah. But you know, it's it's so interesting when you deconstruct um, all these, you know, earlier kind of influences, you know, like David Bowie, like his, you know, production was just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. phenomenal, yeah. you know, and that's what I grew up on. So very cool. Very cool. We tried, we, we tried to kind of maybe like push that into our process. Didn't really work, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you mentioned your producer is Matt Rawlings. So what did he yes. bring to the table? He's just, I mean, Matt's super annoying because you'll be like, eh, he's like, oh, you're flat. Oh. <laughs> you know, he, he, yeah, he's brilliant, um, can play the keyboard, but also works with John extremely well. And right. we, we had a, a really, um, I think this is our third project with Matt and love. I mean, Matt's great. Matt's right. great. Yeah. And um, he's a, you know, real, he's, ability to hear things beyond what we hear is is it's weird when you're around people like that, <laughs> to be honest yeah like we play live gigs you know it's like hey and he listens and hears stuff that you know we can't <laughs> now the album kicks off with a, a curtis mayfield tune called fool for you which i consider myself a curtis mayfield and the impressions fan but i was not familiar with that song so oh no yeah so that's pretty cool so who came up with that one Never like nobody that's been mean to me. I got a heart full of stone and I hate the misery. But you came along into my life, destroying me more, mounting up the toil and strife. But I'm a fool for you. I think was me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I went that I went down like a weird wormhole where one night my kids were to bed and my wife, you know, started listening to some old soul songs and like eight hours later I was like, oh my God, this is I love this song. You know. Right. You know. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's 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 one of the you know one of the challenging things of doing like uh a, a re like revisiting soul stuff is that you go back to their production and you think it's super simple because at the time it was, it was limited by track. They didn't have digital, they didn't have auto tune, all this stuff. Yep. But then when, when you go through it, it's really complex and like everyone has to be on point when they're recording. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. and it's kind of like, 
inspirational when you're like, hey, dudes, we should be able to just knock this out in one take because <laughs> yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we can't do that, then we're not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to you don't want to come to that conclusion, especially at this point in your career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, I never thought of Kesara Sara as a soul tune, especially as sung by Doris Day. So interesting one to, to bring into the fold. How, who, who, tell me how I that think came about. limited by our vocal yeah. you know performance so so most things are run through john i mean he's the singer and, and sure. it's just like an instrument like a sax or whatever if you're going to do a song he's got to be confident and happy yep. to do it so, yep yep yeah. yep yep and he, he's getting a little help from who's it wendy moton on that one from the voice yeah so so yeah yeah was Jesus. that were those decisions uh the produce Matt's or the bands or John's or how yeah, it was Matt actually? It was funny the blues thing, um, yeah, and and this one as well. We we like literally it was like me and Bren, so Bren's the drummer, yeah, and uh, we'd lay down like the fundamentals, you right? Know? <laughs> you know, the rhythm section. But I remember hearing the song like you know, four months later having no idea who sang on it and who like was you know ad like added to it and it's you know it's so cool because yep. you're like but i remember texting or emailing i don't know which uh emailing matt being like who's singing on this it sounds great you know so we did we actually have no um we didn't have any influence on who was going to be added to it uh -huh. john might have but i don't yep. think he was i think it was more matt Man, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You, yeah. You get the, that, you, so you get the album and you go, oh, that's what it's going to sound like. <laughs> yeah. No, I literally, we were at the Grammys and they played the song and I was like, who is that singing? <laughs> was, you know, but I was psyched to be there. So, hey. I'm sure you were. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, of course. And, yeah, and I do I do like the cover of Groove is in the Heart and I another one you wouldn't have thought off the top of your no. head that would be one to cover. really fun me and chan played everything that wasn't cut and paste that was we played every lick on nice. that entire song which after about three minutes does get a little, a little tough yeah 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 
you know. And was it was it Bootsy Collins that was playing on that? Yeah, or? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he plays. I've I've just played a bunch of Bootsy songs in other bands and and you know different it, yeah different times. And he has a weird fingering thing. And I was I didn't see a video of him playing it, but it when you do figure out it's so much easier than the way my brother was playing it. And it was right. like, and I'm like, Chan, do it this way. And you know, we're brothers. So he's like, no, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to do it my way. I'm like, dude, so much easier this way. You know? <laughs> right. And I'm like, we're going to do it for four minutes. So, and then about two minutes in, he was like, Hey, Tad, what's the, what's the way that, you know, it was, it was kind of one of those funny things, but you know, again, it goes back to like sometimes repetition is, you know, we would never think of doing repetition as a band. Right. You know, just same riff. I yep. mean, granted, run around and hook are about repetition, but, <laughs> you know, we, we not the same riff, right. not in the same case. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And it was it was fun. Yeah, you know, it was fun. Super and I, fun. And somebody's got a, a um, an affinity for uh, New Orleans music. Obviously, there's an Alan Toussaint song, an old Meters cover. So who who makes that? Who's who's going with that? I was a, I was Alan Toussaint, and I was Meters. Nice one. My suggestions. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I play bass. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's there's nothing better than I mean Alan Toussaint. That that song's you know a treasure. Most yeah. people don't know it. This world is getting so much faster It's too sad Poor train are rolling down slow And I'm about to keep up with the latter It's too bad When it's in my nature too late You got me hopping and popping and chugging like a choo-choo train and it was actually that was a weird one to, to peel back because the riff you you could probably play the riff and be like oh that's the riff it's not the riff right. it's like there's subtleties and all this weird stuff and of course matt rollins who hears every semitone it's like that's not it <laughs> in like 45 minutes in the morning i'm like me telling Matt with coffee, I'm like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, uh, under with that kind of thing going on, does it get a little stressful, a little tense sometimes? No, no, no. We, I mean, we are the most jovial, super sarcastic, cynical group of guys that you could be in a studio with. Right. So, all tension gets diffused uh instantly i mean we we just give each other you know yep. i'm sure most like if you're gonna be 30 years old as a band you gotta have a good sense of humor thick skin yep and we you know we give as much as we get and we, we you know it, it's fun and matt got that right away i feel like <laughs> there's like two tiers of matt rollins he's like there's the four guys from blue trailer and then there's john <laughs> right, 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 right. Very good. So, so with with another covers album in the can, are, are there thoughts ahead of doing your own stuff? Yes, yeah, we have a we have a bunch on the docket. So uh, we're we're hoping maybe next year to to put it down. Um, we have tours up until next winter, and then some dates going into through the winter next year. So 
I and mean, we'd love to. Yep. We'd yep. love to. You know, we have, uh, I'd say, maybe 20 songs that we're, you know, tossing around. So. Got you. And I'm wondering, I know the band's been around since, like, late 80s. You're the new guy. Uh, but... I am. <laughs> But still, yeah, I, I'm wondering what is the motivation the same to make new music as now as it was back then, or has it changed? It's changed. It's totally changed. Um, yeah, it's you know we've been you know so fortunate to be kind of grandfathered into this era <laughs> of music that you know we play and we play different songs and different sets every night, and that really like lends itself to our audience. However, it's um, it's also a little weird when you're creating new music. Like we, we, I, prior to me joining the band, the band made success on a couple yep. albums, but like that can't be had again. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like no band can do it. Like it's like Beyonce or, you know, like Taylor Swift. I mean, no one makes money off of selling music. They, they, they tour. Yep. So we were graced with the ability to keep touring for, you know, 30 years. And that's what we love to do. New music is on the horizon and we like, we love writing new music, but where it's a different thought process. Like yep. we can do whatever we want because it, it doesn't matter about sales. Right. Right. So I kind of feel like we're in like more of a power situation where whatever cool songs we want to do, we can, do. Well, you take money out of the equation, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. you still got to eat and pay the rent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then that's what touring is. And and we love touring and we're we're all, you know, we're, it's a high school band that's been doing it for 30 years, so. Have you guys been down been... in New Zealand at all? I can't remember. No. no I don't no. know. No. Oh god. I, I just it's so funny. Just Two weeks ago, sold a bass to a kid in New Zealand. I have a buy sell trade. Right, right, right. Bass. You know, just sold a kid a bass in New Zealand, and just sounded like the nicest guy. And I kind of want to hook him up with like a setup thing that I'm going to do and right, all right. this. But cool. he's in New Zealand, and I'm like, "Where do you play?" He's like, uh, "I don't play much." Really? Oh, where did yeah. you know what uh, town he lived in or whereabouts? Yeah, yeah, it was a little in from the coast, is okay. what he said. So well, I, there, it's all coast here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, New Zealand. I would love to. Are you kidding me? I would love to get to New Zealand. I mean, That's, we're yeah. you know, yeah. we're a band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you hook up with because Australia is just around across the ditches, we say, so you can, yeah. you know, work out. Do you guys out. have a good relationship with Australians, or is it? It's kind of like Canada and the U.S. kind of thing, you know. Only we're the uh, Canada, and you're, and they're the. I get it, but it's, yeah, but it's cool. In the in the states, New Zealand's like the cool place. Uh well, it is. And yeah. Just so you know, <laughs> so Australia's like the established place, and I'm sure you think that, like, oh, it's U.S., but Canada's cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Canada's like okay. They had a few, <laughs> few decent songwriters come out of there, so. They did. They uh, did. Uh, Leonard Cohen, yeah. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. A couple. A couple. A couple. But, <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, we could go on forever, but we probably should. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you for spending this time with me. I'm glad to, yeah, of course. Glad to see you guys cooking along there and uh, urge people to check out this new album, The Traveler's Soul. And we'll look for yeah. new stuff for you sometime or other. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're hoping to get down to Australia for the uh, kind of 
festival season yep, and then yep. make our way to New Zealand. That uh, that's it's been on our bucket list yeah. for ten years. So absolutely well, okay. I'll look you up. Please do. All right, okay. we'll see you later. All right, bye. Take care.